The ACC has six undefeated teams. Who will remain on top? We have got your weekly power rankings. I got a special guest. He's been to Hollywood and back, but maybe he can talk us through the best of the best when it comes to this conference. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. everybody welcome to today's edition of locked on acc i'm your host candace cooper joined by kenton gibbs of locked on wolfpack each and every day you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts make sure you download and subscribe to the pod from anywhere you listen and watch we always appreciate it when you come and stop by the show today's episode is brought to you by game time our friends at game time want you to know that if you download the game time app create an account and use code locked on college for 20 dollars off your first purchase you are doing the damn thing kenton Got a lot to go over in these power rankings, but first, can we all talk about the fact that Mr. ESPN ACC Network himself is joining us? Congratulations if you have missed the opportunity today on ACC PM on the ACC Network. Kenton Gibbs stopped by to let them know just how it really goes down over here on this side. See, you messed around and muted me. And, and you, you be had too to, loud. You'd be too loud in the background. Had the nerve to call me Hollywood before the show. Now you're muting me in the show. But I'll tell you what, it was a great time. It was, uh, it's, it's always great to see Taylor Tannenbaum and, and company again. You know, uh, me and her linked up at uh, ACC Media Days and, and had a chat about, you know, a lot of things that, that are going on at AC Net, ACC Network right now. It's just exciting times over there. It's exciting times for the conference. You know, I mean, I'm tripping over myself with jubilation about what's going on in the conference right now. But let's get into these power rankings. I know everybody's not going to be as jubilant as I am when they hear where their team is ranked. But I don't care. I don't hey, care nothing about that. I guess folks really want to know, why did mm-hmm. you wear a suit for ACC Network, but you can't wear a suit for us? Okay. Well, here's the thing. I know that uh, <laughs> I've heard that ESPN has a rule for all their talent that they got to have like blazers or something like that as far as like mm-hmm. male talent. So I said, I bet I got to show up dressed for the part. Locked on has no such rule. No such rule. But yeah. but you could you could have like you know given us a little razzle dazzle in like continuation of your night. Just saying. You know the Red Wings are the uh, winningest team out of the original six in terms of hockey. Uh, the winningest American franchise, most Stanley Cups as well. So this is razzle dazzle. Lots of razzle. We, all right, here we Lots go. Lots of we, we we get in trouble for not getting into it too quickly. So this is the power ranking show. Want to make sure it's that we talk through fourteen to one. There are going to be some people in their fields. Man, oh, man, please don't cuss us out because I promise you we do not care. I promise you we are just trying to do the best we can with what we got. Let's kick it off at number 14, to no surprise. Virginia, sitting pretty at the bottom. Hate it had to be you, but it has to be somebody. Now, did we see a lot of fight out of this Virginia team against NC State? Absolutely. I mean, I, I don't think that Virginia's ranking is at all a reflection of their effort. It's a reflection of their efforts. There's a difference, right? Effort is how hard you're playing, how hard you're trying, all that good stuff. Your efforts is the actual result of what that gets you. Their efforts have been fruitless. They have not produced anything in terms of a win this season. As a matter of fact, the game against NC State, that's the closest they've been to any Power 5 team this year. Coming into that game, their combined scores against Power 5 teams, I want to say was like 
91 to 14 or something along those lines. So, I mean, yeah, that this is a team that respectfully they've shown nothing to, to warrant being above that. And again, it's not because they hate Coach Elliott and they're not playing hard. That's not what it is. It's just they're not a good team right now. They have some bright spots, Calandria. Yeah. I think they have a solid enough defense that gets tired, yeah. but yeah. they're on they're on the up and up. There's nowhere to go but up. Cavs. Absolutely. You cannot get lower than where you are. You can't do it. Let's talk about number 13, Boston College. They're not going to be called to fight Jeff Halfley's for much longer. You think um, he makes it through the rest of the season? No. No. Mm-mm. And and here's – I want to say this real quick and because I know I get a tendency to be long-winded, but I'm going to keep this one short. Right. Everybody had the nerve to tell me, oh, this the, the Dolphins and – but Broncos was way worse in this game. Not a chance. Not a chance. The Dolphins were pouring it on late. Had starters in the game late. Brown pulled them starters early, baby. And even beyond when Brown pulled the starters, let's also look at this. They were up, what, 42-14 or 42-7 at the half? Come on now. Yeah. Come okay. on. Stop playing. Okay. So here's the thing. It's going to be the bottom of the bottom. Battle of the bottom, right, this week between Virginia and Boston College. If Boston College loses at home to yeah. a very driven, as we just called it, Virginia team, it's a wrap for your boy? It's a wrap <laughs> for your baby. Go ahead and pack your stuff. I, I think it's a wrap for uh, Halfley at some point in time this season anyway. At some point in time, this team is going to have a letdown where they just get the doors blown off again. Like what? Ha- I'm surprised that they kept them after this week, to be quite honest. I'm really and quite honestly a little surprised about that. But the next time it happens, I don't care who it's against. I don't think that you can bring him back. I just don't. So one more loss, he's out of here. One more blowout. Like, y'all don't look like it. Y'all look like an FCS team. Y'all look like y'all are going. And one more thing, tell him, bring me my money. If y'all look like that, yeah, you're. it's not going to go well. A thousand percent. I'm sorry, someone – airdrop me something i don't know how they could have airdropped me something in my house but here we are all right (laughs) so you better turn it to contacts only you better turn that thing to contacts only what the hell okay you know we're live so we're just gonna keep rolling through here let's talk about the number 12 team which you know king leo vt you're Mm -hmm. not that far behind you know i'll i'll say this it's it's everybody's got injuries. Everybody's got their injury problems. We're not going to take up for anybody and say injuries are an excuse for anyone. Virginia Tech was down here even when they were at pretty much full strength per se. Um, but with that being said, I mean, this team just doesn't look good. Without Ali Jennings, struggled through the air. Running the ball was a little bit better for them. But, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, if you can't, if you can't put up 24 points on Marshall, if you can't put up four touchdowns on Marshall, you belong in this bottom echelon, and that's where they are. Yeah, a thousand percent agree. I think that at the end of the day, as much as we want to feel good and optimistic about Virginia Tech, you just got to get the W, right? At the end of the day, you have to beat the teams you're supposed to beat. Marshall is certainly one of those teams. And, you know, we keep marching forward for this bad boy. Let's move right along because I know there's more, there's more tizzies that are about to occur mm-hmm. wake forest sits at number 11 yeah and, 
And I'm going to say this, a lot of people are looking at this saying, well, how did they drop so far for loss to Georgia Tech if y'all are so high on Georgia Tech? Where was Georgia Tech last week? I mean, we we are consistent. If anything, we try our best to be consistent. And if you lose to a bottom, you know, one of the teams that is not up there, you'll get dropped right behind them. You'll you'll find yourself because head-to-head matters a lot in power ranking. It matters a lot in power rankings to us. In our power rankings, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's hard for us to put you in front of a team that beat you unless your record is significantly better. And it just is well, is it's clear that this was a one off. Well, Georgia Tech, it wasn't just that they got beat, they got beat bad. And it was like Mitch Griffiths was just not having a day at all. And it sort of felt like it fools gold in terms of what their record was previously. And we already were not that high on Wake Forest to begin with. So let's yeah. not yeah. not pretend that we were just like, oh, yeah, they're going to be the dark horse. Nah, we were, we were feeling them after the loss of Sam Hartman. So no, I no. think I think they're, fitting, they're sitting, sitting decently right now. Yeah. All right, let's get to the number 10 spot. Surprisingly enough, Georgia Tech, when you beat the man, you can get a little bit higher than the man. And Georgia Tech did just that. Not too much, though, because they still got a lot of work to do. You know, I've realized what the problem is with Georgia Tech. I've realized it. They don't have depth at all. They don't have – their starters are are good. Their starters can do it. They have no depth behind them. It happens game after game after game. Their starters wear out at the end of the game. Either they lack depth or their strength conditioning program got to be one of the worst in the nation. It, that, it, it, it's one of those two has to be true. Lord, let's hope it's the one. Because they continue to fizzle out down the stretch. You are right. They had Wake Forest beat bad, but what happened in that fourth quarter? All of a sudden, you look up and it's a one-score game. Yeah. What are you doing? And then that's when you realize, oh, they just don't have – when their backups come in, it's like a whole different team out there. So, you know, credit to them. Again, big, big fans of Key here. Yeah. But that this is where you are. Yeah, a thousand percent. All right. I think beyond the, you know, bottom five, there are certainly some bright spots. There are things that we could be excited about when it comes to some of these programs. Let's pay some bills here. As we talk about, as I mentioned, today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. They're obsessed with finding ways to say, help save you money on tickets. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event, even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last-minute seats. I wish they could find me something for Beyonce, but that's okay. Find exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, ooh, okay, maybe, comedy, theater, and more. With Zone Deals, you pick the section and Game Time picks the seats for an average of 18% savings. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use locked on, use code locked on college for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N college. For $20 off, download the Game Time app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Kenton Gibbs here talking through our power rankings. And look, boy, oh, boy, nine through one is going to get dicey. Pitt, where you at? Where is Peninsula P when you need him? He has been missing, and maybe that's the the, the piece that has no. been missing. No, this the Panthers. See, you're asking, you're not asking which came first, the chicken or the egg. You're asking which came first, the chicken or the chicken nugget. Peninsula P knows that his boys are looking rough. He knows they looking down bad. He said, hey. I ain't seen them. He said, I ain't got nothing to do with them comments. There ain't no I, hell to pit. It's a hell no pit right now. It's, it's a hell no to pit at the moment. Okay. 
I'm going to stay up out them comments because they're going to be on my head. Peninsula P, come on back. We still love we you, miss baby. You. We still love you. Regardless of how your team is doing, we still love you, brother. Uh, but very good. seriously, yeah. you know, this is a, a pit team that offensively, to say that they're abysmal is an understatement. And then when you lose Phil Jakovic, and don't get me wrong, even when Phil Jakovic was playing, they were on pace to get the doors blown off by UNC. But once Phil went out, it was really like, oh, y'all wanted to back up? You got the backup. Care for what you wish for. Is this what you wanted? Is this what you want? And and boy, you know, that was. I, but I think credit. Tough. I think credit to Narduzzi for really trying to tell y'all, like, listen, we're gonna stick beside him because I don't think you want the other side, and that is the backups. Like he is QB one for a reason. So as hard as y'all are going about replacements, maybe not too much on Phil because he is holding it down the best he can, giving us what we got. Phil, get better. Narduzzi, go find you a quarterback. Go find you a quarterback yeah. of your own, brother. Go find you a young pup that you can mold out of high school and making your image that you want to be for the next three or four years. These transfers ain't working out. That's not his that's not his mojo. He loves defense. He wants it to like, you know, plug and play. In the words of former President George Bush, fool me one time, shame on you. Fool me twice, can't get fooled again. Okay. You got fooled again. Pat, you got food again. Come on now, brother. You got to get it together. Get you a young pup out of high school. Raise him up. You might go through a year or two of struggles with him. But three, four, that's where you're going to really get good at. That's where you're really going to work it out. Does Narduzzi have three or four years to figure out quarterbacks right yeah, now? Yeah, 100%. Okay. 100%. Like, lifetime contract at Pitt? You think so? Oh, I, I don't think that Pitt would get rid of him because the way that his defenses perform, they can win in spite of bad quarterback play at times. But they can win with decent quarterback play regularly. Like there's, you know, I've always talked about the three types of quarterbacks. The one you win because of, the one you win with, the one you win in spite of. Right now, they can win in spite of quarterbacks here and there. With a decent quarterback, they could go eight wins or so. With a good quarterback, ACC championship territory. Fair enough. All right, let's talk about number eight here, NC State, your favorite. Not, Not too much, please. You ain't got all day. It's a 30 minute show. I mean, I don't, I don't know what I, what else I can say. You know, the NC State fans got real upset at me for some of the things I said on on uh, ACC Network, but I stand, I stick beside it. What I did they get upset it. at you about? I, I said that you know during uh, they played the clip of him saying that folks should be happy that uh, we we won the game and we went through a lot in terms of injuries and all that. Here's the deal. Nobody cares that Phil Dracovic is out. Nobody cares that Ali Jennings is out. Nobody cares that uh, Clemson's best corner went down with what looked like a very serious injury toward the end of the Florida State game. Nobody's saying that any of their losses have asterisks next to them. You know why that's not happening? Because it's football. I've got two scars on my Achilles and two on my bicep as well to show this is not a game that most people make it out of perfectly okay and fine. That's the reality. If you believe that, I got oceanfront property to sell you on Capitol Boulevard in Raleigh. Don't ask me which ocean. Just pay me the money first. But the reality is very simple. So what did you got injuries? You need to handle uh, Virginia in a more succinct way than you did. You cannot allow uh, a a two-point conversion from the 18-yard line and then say, well, y'all need to be just happy that we won. You won because Virginia pissed down their leg in such a way that the pants was soggy afterwards. The pants was soggy and hot, okay? okay. So with that being said, I'm not going to give you credit for winning that game in that fashion. 
congratulations on a win. A win is a win. Absolutely. But I'm not going to give you credit and, and lift you up for that. That's fair. I mean, I've been trying to put them down at the bottom all this time, and you keep trying to fight for them. So I think NC State fans should be a little bit nicer to you because you've been, you know, really trying to rally around the troops. However, I do not believe I'm in Armstrong. I see what I need to see. I see what I need to see. I ain't, and I don't see much. Okay, I don't. I'm not a believer. And you're asking me to believe that Peyton Wilson can make it through what? How many eight more uh, games? Uh, it is? Uh, okay. Uh, not, not right. the, now you talk about not too much. Okay. That boy, let me tell you something. There are there have been multiple plays this season that if number eleven in red wasn't out there, it's Katie Diggs at the doorstep. Strike up the band, the other team. That's what is, I'm saying. He has to put the whole team on his back, and you know that boy is made of. Watch it. Watch All it right. now. He does have some injury problems. I get that. I get that. He does. Okay, let's go to number seven here: the Clemson Tigers. You know. I never Some thought quick, I'd see the day that we would put Clemson at number seven on the power rankings. They instance. need to be happy. They need to be happy because in the ACC standings right now, in the ACC standings, Come on. they are Come battling on. Boston College at the bottom. Only two Virginia. teams. Oh, I'm sorry. Virginia at – wait, Virginia's played two conference games already? Mm-hmm. Who Virginia's did they play at the bottom. I thought Virginia's no. at the bottom. No, Virginia's at the bottom. I looked at Virgi- it yesterday. I thought they only played NC State. Don't I thought those were the only – I don't do it. Because they played James Madison. Virginia is at the bottom, I swear. Who did, who did they play? They played James Madison. They BC played. BC was at the bottom, I swear. Yeah, I, I'm not crazy. They they 0-2 in conference because they played uh they played two. Look, UVA, Clemson, Boston College. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, but, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. Like, they're, Clemson is down technically below Virginia right now. If the season ended right now, Virginia would be ahead of them in the conference in terms of conference play. So, with that in mind, be happy you're at seven. You got too cute for your britches. You have a big, bruising monster in Phil Maffa, and you need one yard, and you're throwing a screen? You have a cornerback that is hurt, and instead of saying, we've stopped the run well all day with what's in the box, let's go too high, let's trust our box to stop the run, you say, no, we need an extra body to stop the thing that we've been stopping successfully all day. Let's leave a, a backup corner one-on-one with Keon Coleman, who been ducking on everybody like prom to White Howard. Brother, are you out your mind? Were you hoping that Brent Venables lost to, to Cincinnati so you could call him back and say, hey, come on back. Come on back. You're going to be outside well, you normal. Know, well, you know Dabo loves to call somebody back and tell them to come be on their team again. So that's one. But two, you are very stuck on these two plays that they jacked up. I, just, I ain't going to hold you. I am very stuck on those two plays because those two plays are indicative of, of major problems. Absolutely. Major problems. Again, if you are stopping to run well against Florida State, which they were, Florida State's leading rusher had 25 rushing yards. Come on. Why do you need to commit extra bodies to the box when you could say they got six, seven on one side, six, four on the other side, and six, four might be better than six, seven. So let's go ahead and get right, church, and let's go home with these two deep safeties. If you beat us, you're going to have to beat us with Johnny Wilson making a mundane catch. And he seems to struggle with that at times. So that's how you should have made them beat you. But what did you do? You let them get one-on-one. You let your corner get dunked on by a receiver that's been dunking on everybody this year. So I, be happy that you are where you are, Clemson. Hey, man, somebody let the church pass the plate. Because, listen, they got a good one against uh, coming up for this team here that I want to go over in just a bit. But, of course, I want to remind you guys about this new deal that we have going on with our friends at 
DoorDash. Listen, it is crazy that we're here, but you've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites, and now you can get grocery deliveries that actually deliver too. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. You'll get exactly what you ordered or we'll make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you picked them yourself. Want even more value? You can save on all grocery and restaurant restaurant favorites with $0 delivery fee on all eligible orders with a Dash Pass membership. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to $20 value when you use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE at checkout. Limited time offer and terms apply. That's 50% off up to $20, no minimum subtotal, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. Don't forget, that's LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. I'm going to go have to find a new email so I can get me that DoorDash thing. I don't know about you, but uh, your girl could use a free scoop of ice cream for Baskin Robbins, let's say. So let's talk through the fact that we're here at seven, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The six to one, we haven't had six teams be undefeated, right? Yeah. Yeah. So everyone's going to be in their fields. I've seen it time and time again, week after week, somebody gets in a tizzy, but here we go. Okay. But guess what? It's going to get sorted out in the wash. Most of these teams are going to play each other. They're going to see each other. They have you know. to. Yes, and let's start with this one who plays up against number seven, Clemson, this week. Syracuse sits at number six, undefeated team. You have to give him credit. Garrett Schrader is not only leading in passing yards, but rushing yards as well. He's putting the team on his back, doing what he needs to do best, picking up right where Sean Tucker left off. Defense is doing what they need to do as well. They're actually higher to uh, high, more highly predicted to win this week than Clemson. And it's shocking because we know how much Syracuse likes to play up for this one. But there's actually a reasonable, you know, expectation that they could pick up the W. You know, I gotta give Dino Babers his credit. The that that defense, also known as the mob, they they get it done. They get it done. They are all over the place. They fly to the ball. They are connected to one another. Justin Barron is balling out on the back end. That is a team that is doing. They are absolutely doing it. More power to them. Uh, with that being said, we still we're still looking, we're still looking and saying, "Hey, nah, say hey. I'm still looking." Don't we we? Because I don't speak no French around here. Go ahead. Okay, all right. So let me ask you this then. Let me put you on spot. You got them beating Clemson yes. this Saturday. Oh, and, Cl- and Kate, I do not trust. Come on. Oh, well, let yes, me they up. look like the better team against Florida State, but Florida State ain't Clemson. Clemson I mean, Syracuse is Syracuse ain't Florida State. New new week, new opportunity. Ooh, Sabu, boy, you bad. Ride around on your magic carpet. Ain't got to worry about no gas. Okay. You, <laughs> hey, you, you got it. You, you bold. You bold. Your bold predictions ain't been working out for you so far, but we're going to see. Wow. Just because you're tied with the fans, now all of a sudden you got a little attitude because you think you're going to win this thing, but it's okay. <laughs> I ain't worried about it. I ain't worried about it. And Garrett, I trust I, I trust the veteran leadership that is. I've always been down for Dino. Anybody who knows that, I've been called everything but child of God because I've been down for Dino. <laughs> And so I'm cool with She's riding not lying. my train. She is not lying. She I'm cool lying. with riding my Dino train, and that's fine. Here Absolutely. we go. Number five, though, maybe let's make a little, a couple people happy. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Louisville Cardinals. Top five, mm-hmm. top five, top five. You got to be some teams that we know maybe a little higher pedigree, but it's going to start with this good one here on, what do we have, Friday night? 
against NC State. Let me quote the queen, Miss Anita Baker. From beginning to end, 365 days of the year, we need that same old Jack Plummer, baby. And, and let me tell you something. If he shows up in the way that he did last week, if, if that Jack Plummer comes to play all the rest of these games, we could very seriously have something on our hands in terms of um, Jamari Thrash and Johar Jordan and, and um, Jack Plummer being seen as the new big three in college football that nobody saw coming. Nobody saw coming. Johar Jordan, 9.8 yards per carry. Jamari Thrash, every time you look up, he in the end zone. If you're a defensive coordinator, just keep your head down, brother, because he you look up, he's going to be in that end zone, I promise you. Um, so with that being said, this this group is dynamic. Their defense, they've they've had some moments where it's like, all right, now, hold on. But they bend, but they don't break. They don't allow a ton of points. They do allow a lot of yards. But they are when they get in that red zone, when it's time to bow their neck, they do an amazing job of it. And um, this is a team they could do something special. But again, it's all on the queue. Louisville fans told us we didn't really necessarily want to believe. You know, hey, we had our I'm, doubts. Yeah. But I would argue that Brahm is right now in the conversation for ACC Coach of the Year. Oh, a thousand percent. A thousand percent. Wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Dino. Him and Dino right there. Not you giving a nod to Dino. Ooh. Yeah. Who, who would have thought that Dino would be in a position to where we're looking at them as one of the better teams in the conference? I would have thought. Me. Okay. All this right. girl. The same all person right. who called Duke. Okay. All right. We can talk about it. We're going we to talk about it soon. You know some ball. You know some ball. Candace Cooper, Nora Ball. I give you your guts. Maybe maybe they'll let me on ACC Network one day. Gosh, darn. Wow. Golly gee, wow. Maybe one day. Here we go. To be Here we go. All right. Let's talk about number four, the Miami Hurricanes, who are undefeated still. Blew out a Temple team. I think we don't have him in the top three only because it's Temple. You know, meh, cool. Did what you're supposed to do. Get a cookie and a small parade. Yeah. But I'm ready for some uh, conference matchups between these guys, the Hurricanes, but still feel good about them. I keep asking myself, how impressive is the Texas A&M win? Like that that keeps coming back to me. And I, and I hate to be that way. I really do. But when I look at Texas A&M, I say to myself, this is a team that's going to, what, finish with six, seven wins in the uh, in the SEC? Don't get me wrong. That should mean something, but ugh, I'm not sure. I'm just not sure. I'm mm, – mm, it's tough. But with that being said, this Miami team, again, they got the horses <laughs> in the stable. But, like, I'm just I, because you tell me. So you tell me what you think of Texas A&M right now. Tell me. Tell me what I you mean, think. They're terrible. What I what, what you want to do? But that's my point. So so if that's your best win, mm-hmm. and you know, and they have looked impressive against everybody else. But trust me, these top five, four, really, it's really like all of y'all are razor's edge away from one another. So you know, mm-hmm. that's that's all I got there. It's very much razor-thin margins here. Let's talk about number three, North Carolina. I just feel like I'm so used to not having that much faith, and they keep proving me wrong. So I'm going to keep up with this not having that much faith in thing and maybe win an ACC championship because of it. It's very possible. It's very possible. This team defense is not amazing, but they've proven that they can get some stops this year. Yeah. And that's all they needed last year. They didn't need a defense that was going to be world beaters. They just needed some stops. And the defense said, "Mm, 
I don't really feel like it. Not yeah. not today. Uh, so with that being said, that plus a much improved running game, I don't know where these backs are coming from, but boy, I'll tell you, every time you look up, uh, a back from in baby blue is standing in somebody's end zone. I mean, British Fix was here last year. Amarion Hampton is here this year, but let's, let's not act like – uh, my boy Javante Williams wasn't there and neither was Michael Carter. So it's not like we're not used to strong running games. But I will say, as much as you talk about Drake May being human, it's nice to see everyone else rise to the occasion or be like, Drake does not have to do this by himself. Because in the grand scheme, if you think about it, these are quote unquote no names, right? There's a debunt pace hour. You know, you've got Bo Atkinson on defense. You've got Kamon Rucker on defense. Like you've got uh, Kamari Morales, who is a really good tight end, but they're not necessarily guys that you hear week after week. And so I think that, you know, it's amazing to see how they've been able to just level the playing field in terms of who's going to get the highlight reel this week. What was the boy's name? Uh, uh, Zazi, Hazazi, something like something or another. Got the special team player of the week off the strength of just, hey, let's join the party. And and again, I give I give them their credit. And when I look at what when I look at what Drake May has done this year, he has struggled a bit coming into this game and, and you know, in some of the uh, earlier games that we've seen this season. However, he looked very clean despite being sacked a ton, despite being sacked a ton, which does raise a little bit of a concern. It does raise a little bit of a problem. But all in all, you got to give this team their respect. You got to give this team their respect as a legitimate contender in the ACC. Absolutely. Let's talk about number two here. The Duke Blue Devils, very legit team, took care of business against UConn. Have a tough, tough road against them this weekend going into Notre Dame. College game day for the first time ever is coming for Duke football. Think honestly, I'm happy that Coach K is retired so they don't make it about basketball and then try to throw the football in there. Like they need to yeah. get, you know, Spurrier there if he wants to come back and all the things. But I'm excited for Duke football to get this shine because there's a lot of good people over there. They're, they're, they're trying their best, but this is a game. And I think Notre Dame is going to, you know, do their thing. Can, can Duke put up a strong showing? Because we felt like the Clemson upset was really shocking. But then once you see sort of the matriculation of Clemson this season, it's not so shocking as to why they got upset. Now, if they play it close against Notre Dame, I'm starting to have Duke in that conversation of being a top 10 team. Here's the problem. Notre Dame played an extremely physical game last week where they got beat up and wore down a little bit in that game. And that's what they do. That's their brand of football. They want to come in the strong menu. Well, this is the irresistible force meets the immovable object, a starting defense that has not allowed anybody to drive the length of the field yet, going up against an offense that, I mean, again, I'm not saying that they're as potent as anybody, but they're as physical as anybody. They're, Dwayne Carter is really good on that inside. They're going to make sure that, that they're going to test them out and make sure estimate is coming downhill no frills let's see what you got brother it's gonna be one of those games where you you know you got to put your big boy pants on you gotta you gotta be ready because this is gonna be one of them ones i love how every time you start talking defense and you're real serious you get real close to the camera you get real intense in everybody's face i just i just had to point that out but that's just me it's not like notre dame is not used sam hartman's quarterback is not used to this duke defense coming from Wake Forest. It's not like this dude defense is not used to Sam Hartman. So I think that, you know, it's going to be a very interesting weekend for Riley Leonard to kind of show himself and prove himself against this Notre Dame defense. Number one, of course, who's had a great start to the season, trying to keep things up brick by brick, rock by rock. You should really say as they are breaking it. 
the mm-hmm. Florida State Seminoles are hanging on at that top spot, taking down I, Goliath. I have told everybody multiple times that these teams that Florida State have played have pissed down their legs and done terrible, terrible coaching decisions that you look at and say, that is, is tantamount to coaching malpractice multiple times, multiple times. However, Florida State's still doing it. Florida State's still doing it. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It's not Florida State's fault if they want to leave a 5'10 corner on a 6'4 receiver and say, hey, y'all, y- you know, if the team decides to do that and you take advantage of it, good on you. Yeah. This is football. Everybody starts with a level playing field. Sorry. So Florida State deserves their respect, and they are a number one team. They are the best team in this conference in terms of what we're looking at. But let me tell you this. This is not the standard ACC that we've seen in the past where there's been a big, bad boogeyman that everybody needs to be aware of. And it's like, hey, y'all can go ahead. And if you're not the top, the second or third best team in the conference, go ahead and pencil in the L. Florida State has shown us. They've shown us against Boston College, who lost to NIU, that that is not, that's not the case here. That's not the case. And for those that argue that, okay, Duke should be ahead of FSU by way of how, you know, they beat Clemson, I think that's week one. Everybody gets popped in the mouth. Our head-to-head head doesn't do transitive. Transitive doesn't work in college football. I'm sorry <laughs> well, to tell you. beyond that, week one, they just got popped in the mouth. They were not expecting Duke to be that good. Yeah. Cool, we yeah. can have that. Clemson looked like the better team against Florida State, sure. However, you're in Death Valley. You win. And I think that was what makes it better for me. And it's week four where where we've had our conversations about how teams are sort of figuring out who they are um, as programs. But say all that to say, I think that Florida State definitely has to respond well because we are used to them being sometimes immature after big wins or, you know, playing it close, CC the Boston College game. And so I'm just very interested to see how they respond moving forward, you know, to being sort of that man on top and how Norvell helps manage those feelings and emotions. I thousand percent agree. This is this is Florida State is good enough to where if they lose a game nine times out of ten, it'll be because they beat themselves. Nine times out of ten. However, again, that one out of ten, like if we look at the the Jameis led knows, right? If we look at the Deshaun Watson led uh Clemson Tigers, if we look at the T Law and, and ETN led Tigers, there was zero out of ten anybody was gonna beat them because they were the better team. Like there was zero, there was no way that would happen. With that being said, I'm looking at these teams and I'm saying there's a chance that Florida State plays their best game, somebody else plays their best game, and that other team wins. That's a very real possibility. But this ain't the same Florida State team that also lost to Jacksonville State, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. That you know, you absolutely have to just respect the growth of them while also recognizing that there's still a long way to go a little bit. But for for now, you can get excited and behind the fact that they took down the reigning ACC champions, and that's why we have them at the top spot. That- I'm confused as to people saying that we forgot that the 21-point win at LSU when they're number one. I'm confused by that. Are, are they not at the top? Is- they are. I think they're arguing with themselves, Kenton. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I, I just – I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You've had, you had a long day, Hollywood. You've had a long day. Uh, now I'm Hollywood. Now I'm Hollywood. Well, well those are our rankings 14 to 1. Let us know what you think you always do. We always appreciate it when you stop by the show. Make sure that you download, subscribe to the podcast anywhere you listen. Make sure that you check out all of our friends here at Walk On Podcast Network. And you respond with some loving thoughts. Leave us five-star reviews. Tell everyone just how much you love Kenton on ACC Network. Go to at ACC Network and let 
everyone know just how really good he did today and how much you want him to come back because, you know, anything that's good for him is good for the brain. And ultimately, we support and love all that he is doing. So make sure you check all that out for Candace Cooper and Kenton Gibbs. Until next time.